0: Today on the ZabeCast, Lucas Glover and the secret lives of tour wives. To quote Kramer, there was an incident. Legalized gambling, Fortnite addictions, and LeBron's last stand in Cleveland, 2.0. That and a glorious return of F That Guy. If you've got 45 minutes to kill, then buckle up and let's go. Here we go. Wednesday, May 16, 2018, getaway day for me and my golfing juggalos to Pinehurst, North Carolina, 16th consecutive year. And I still love it very much. This golf trip has been a hell of a fun trip every year. We're looking at a terrible forecast of weather. Thunderstorms rain pretty much all through the weekend. And truthfully, uh, we were kind of due for one of these weeks. But you never know. You never know. I'm going to pack the Gore-Tex, pack the bucket hat, and we're going to persevere. Because you just can't count on the weather always being perfect. It is golf. You know, sometimes it's not going to be great. Thank you, by the way, for letting me get away from the podcast, mic for a couple of days. Uh, I could use the break. I'll come back nice and recharged. And I hope my voice, la, 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 la will be in good shape. I'm going to bring my bullhorn. I'm going to bring my speaker so I don't blow my voice out yelling at 20 or so idiot golfers running around, getting them from here to there, doing everything I got to do. The Capitals last night lost to the Lightning. 4-2, your final. It was a pretty sound beating from start to finish. Capitals never led. And yeah, 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 yeah. As this is what people have been saying to me about You've been talking too much after the game two win like this is over and they're going to cakewalk to the finals. No, no, I didn't say any of that. I just said I was enjoying the ride. I was feeling intoxicated At it looks like one of my teams is in the clear to maybe run their way all the way to the Stanley Cup and the Stanley Cup championship. Even though I know six gruelingly difficult, brutally hard wins and each win gets harder as you climb that ladder from 6 to 5 to 4 to 3 to 2, and the last one is the hardest. So yeah, I understand that. All I was saying is that I'm not going to not enjoy the ride. I am going to be throwing the mythical beer cans out the window and screaming bloody murder uh, with my shirt off as we go chasing down the road, even though there could be cop cars coming for us and we could fly off the side of the road into a tree, into a ditch, and die at any moment. We could. We could. I'm counting on we don't because I want to have fun doing it along the way. I like in last night's loss to when, so you're taking this joyride, you're eluding the cops over a multi-state chase. You pull into a gas station to buy some gum and to refuel. You go in there. uh, There's one clerk behind the counter. There's a radio playing in the back room. The clerk looks at you funny. You're thinking, I bet the radio has set out here. There's a couple of people that we're looking to get beyond the alert, and the the clerk behind the counter he keeps looking up as you're walking through the store slowly your your partner's out there gassing up and you're walking through the store and you're looking at things and see it's, it's kind of awkward and tense. he keeps giving you the eye. you walk right up to the counter then put the gum down, pay for it, and then you crack a joke, and then the clerk goes. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of laughs and he snapped out of that mode of, hey, are these the guys that the police are after? And uh, and then you walk calmly out of that store and you hop into your car and you peel out onto the highway and you keep going. That was last night. Okay, they lost the game. Fine. Everybody calm the fuck down. It's going to be all right. They lost the game. 2-1 Capitals game for tomorrow night downtown. Oh, by the way, in the final two rounds of the playoffs, this is a real stat, teams that have won the first two games of a series on the road have a series-winning record of 21-0 and over the last 50 years. This, according to Elias Sports. I know it's only the final two rounds of the playoffs, and yes, it's teams that have gone up 2-0 with two road wins, 21-0. and In fact, Elias says that of those 21 uh, no series lasted longer than six games. So there's that. To which the Capitals pessimist would just say, well, pfft, of course, watch, hold my beer. We'll be the first ones to do it. Ah, come on now. Don't be so negative.
1: This is where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay.
0: Day. Drew Olson from the Big Nine Twenty is here today on the Zabe Cast. Drew, dog, how you doing? I'm really good, Zabe. Doing good. Are you doing better than Lucas Glover right now? I would
1: have to say yes. My wife did not attack me and my mother, so therefore I'm doing better than Lucas. How,
0: how is it that you know? On the one hand, she's right. He's a total pussy because she's been doing this according to him for a while now. This was not a one-off incident, but he's been doing this. She's been doing this for a while. He's been putting up with it. And now, in the wake of it, he's working to help clear her name from this by well, saying, well, we'll, well, we trust the legal system. We'll exonerate her.
1: Yeah. Well, you think about it, though, in his situation, if he had a swing coach who berated him, he'd fire the guy. Correct. Can't fire your wife. <laughs> well,
0: no, you can. you can. It's just
1: very, the you severance can.
0: package is very, oh. very expensive astronomical so but okay, what's so... the old joke why does divorce cost so much because it's worth it <laughs> how about the old joke of get married no why don't you go find a woman you hate and buy her a house <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's the same thing oh boy and of course the the kids are used as human shields and as hostages of in course. any argument because that according to the police report was also in there you'll never see the kids again like if yeah. this now is on her record, isn't it going to be hard for her to get custody of the kids? I guess it depends on the state they're married in, right? I suppose, yeah,
1: and just on the and and can he? Does he have the? You know, he travels a lot. Can he? Does he have the capacity to? That's
0: right. Exactly. He'd have yeah. to hire nannies, and the court would say, "Well, how many weeks are you going to be home?" Yeah, and let's say his golf game continues to struggle, and he's got to play in twice as many events to make half as much money. To keep things going, and then still pay her divorce settlement.
1: That's Uh, the key question to me, though. uh, Uh, Key uh, question to me, Zabe is, you know, he's had success to a point. You can say he's a pussy and underachieved. Some might say that, but he's no, no. He's had he's he's had success. I mean, he won the freaking U.S. Open to the tune of twenty million dollars. He's had success. Could he have done that without her, and would he be a shell without her berating him? Is is her berating him what made him good in the past? (laughs) So you're thinking of the Lombardi tough love approach.
0: Yeah, I mean... Not the other way around, which is, man, if he won the U.S. Open and four other tour events and $20 million with this psycho bitch on his ass every time he shot 78 or worse, then how good would he have been with a loving and supportive wife who got it? I mean... It's crazy. It's funny this story comes up in the same golf season as the Patrick Reed family Discord story came up after he won the Masters. It's almost like we're learning about the private lives of PGA Tour players. They're human beings, just like you and I. They have family disputes, just like you and I. Go figure. Good take, Drew. Go figure!
1: <laughs> Go I thought figure. you had something more to add to that. <laughs> well, it, that's it, we we create and we concoct these fantasy things. Like, like, okay, I was I was holstering this up for my f that guy. Oh, okay, year. that's
0: right. I almost forgot but we're gonna have that today. We Go we ahead.
1: create and concoct these fantasy worlds where athletes live in these bucolic existences, but where their off-field life is fantasy time, lifestyles of the rich and famous. You know, princely like they live like Saudi princes, and then they're... On court and on field and in the locker room, it's a band of brothers all for one, one for all, team is everything, all we want to do is win, and that's just not right. the case, man. Right. It's like, people ask me, and I spent, uh, what, 12 years patrolling clubhouses, and uh, most of my adult life hanging around athletes in locker rooms and stuff like that. It, it's not that way. It's like any other office. There are guys that people like, there are guys that people hate, there's, uh, you know, the dweeby guys that get picked sure. on. sure. Any any sports team, it's like, and a lot of times it's like your seventh grade cafeteria, more than it is a professional office. But there's a, a cast system. There are cliques. There are petty jealousies. There are everybody's got their own motivation. It's you know, th- there might be 25 guys on a team or 53 or 12, and yeah, we all want to win. But you know, I I want Zabe to play well, but not at my expense. Right, You know, they're out for themselves. They're independent contractors pulling, you know, it's like a Mary Kay convention or something, you know? Yeah.
0: And you never know, like, I don't know where Lucas Glover found this woman. It was not his high school sweetheart because when he won the U.S. Open in 2009, there's a photo of Lucas Glover with his then-girlfriend, his high school sweetheart. A different, shorter blonde, probably a hell of a lot less crazy— but at some point, he found this particular Xanax Harpy and decided, yep, she's the one for me. <laughs> and uh, and, she, so. You know, and so now, now the true colors are coming out. Although we don't really know the true colors, like you said. Maybe, maybe he was a real grump after bad rounds. And maybe she tried oh, yeah. for years to be Susie positive, saying, come on, don't worry, you're really good. You won the U.S. Open. You'll break out of this slump. You just got to keep after it. And maybe after a while, she was sick of his moping, and he came home after this 78 going, that's it. I'm quitting the tour. I don't want to do this anymore. And she finally lost it. She finally snapped.
1: That's when she put on the strap on for the first time.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's what she said. Oh, no, we have a lifestyle to lead. And you're going to get right, the well, fuck back on the range and hit some balls. And you're going to fire a caddy and fire a swing coach. And we're going to keep living this wonderful
1: life because, damn it, you're not quitting to sell insurance. If golf, golf isn't covered the way other sports are. Per se, And it doesn't have, you know, the the fervent, you know, there's no NFL draft of golf it doesn't have the, the the level of mania, isn't there? There are people who are into it, but they like to watch it and they don't there, there's no as we saw with Tiger. I mean, there are right. a lot of secrets still. There are a lot of the PGA Tour has more secrets than most other leagues. Can we can we agree on that? I don't know if it. Well, why? And maybe
0: tennis. It does. It does have, have lots of secrets. Yes. because there is there is no real organizing body that requires these guys to face the music every single week. Like in yeah. football, you have to be available in the locker room. If you're a coach, you have to stand up at the podium. Golfers well, and, and are independent contractors. Golfers, so golfers
1: yeah. are independent contractors. But like, you know, and, and the way it's presented and packaged, um, you don't see guys, you know, there are guys smoking. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't you don't see guys even eating like the granola bars and stuff, or eating a sandwich between holes and stuff. You, you don't see what goes on. You don't see guys throwing clubs or, or berating their caddies that much, but it yeah, happens. It's, it's generally hit. The PGA Tour likes to present an yes. image, a scrubbed
0: image for their sponsors, to the point in which they don't even announce fines for bad behavior on the golf course. They're totally nominal fines, like a joke, like five hundred dollars. Yeah if you slammed a club. The tour will not announce that. They don't announce slow play fines either because any negative publicity, they're like, we don't need this. Not good for the image. Not good for our corporate
1: sponsors. We're going to pretend like these guys are all great guys. So when was the last time we saw a married or prominent or married or otherwise golfer on a security film at a club or in a hotel like Tristan Thompson? Oh. (laughs) And and what's that circuit like? And what's that, the groupie circuit (sighs) in golf, what's that like? Because- that's what I, I'm wondering. Is I can't this- speak to Lucas Glover, but the old thing about you know, hey, be careful. You know, guys who marry their a ball wives are never the happiest guy in the clubhouse. <laughs> i have never heard that one. You never heard that? They're a ball, meaning their you best tee shot. Well, no, a ball. You know, What's a ball? Class A rookie, oh, you know, the, the lowest rung oh. of the minor leagues. Like, don't guys who marry their a ball wife are generally not that happy? Um, because right. if you meet someone in, you know, Rapid City AA or, or AAA or in the big, well, it's and totally that's different. just it. That's just it. Like you might find the hottest woman in, in Macon or Mobile. There are, and, but there you, are you golf the
0: chain. Yes, there are <laughs> golf groupies at PGA Tour events. Make no mistake. Oh, of course. And, and But we don't hear a lot about it. No. Well, where would you hear about it? Exactly. Where,
1: well, that's okay. my point. Where do you <laughs> right, where do you
0: OK? Well, where do you hear about the other groupies? Oh, there's all kinds of sites. Groupies.com. Like like,
1: sites and the, yeah, Well, the, give me you know. give me those sites. Don't don't hold out on me, man. Come oh, on, oh man, I gotta got, I, I got go dig them up now. But there's it's <laughs> it's a, there's Reddit threads where people talk about conquests and it's the the, okay. the women dish. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at uh, you, number- you've heard the story about the NBA player uh, who who got with a groupie and sh- her her price was uh, you got to give me a pair of shoes. And then the closet had like 300 pairs of NBA size sneakers no in it. No way. You have, oh man, there's urban legend around these things. Come okay. on, Zabe. Well,
0: Kobe Bryant said famously that Shaq taught him to bring a small suitcase of jewelry and then to present that, just open up the suitcase. And if a girl was really good, you go know, anything from the top row. If she was okay, anything from down here. Oh,
1: see? That's the Jeter gift basket. Basically, the
0: Jeter Whether gift basket. Whether it's urban as well. legend or not. Yeah.
1: And Tiger Woods, okay, Tiger Woods took this to um, dizzying heights with his womanizing that's now been chronicled. But it was, it was undercover for a long time. But now that it's out, and no one ever really said that, wasn't it like Jordan Barkley that taught him, like showed him those ropes? Probably. Yeah. I, I'm pretty convinced that it probably
0: was. But Jordan and Barkley operated in a different day and age. Yes, the pe- they did. The perils now and the scrutiny Pre-social now. Pre-social media. Right, and, and and the downside of like the penalty is like death. It's a career death if you get on the wrong side of this one way or the other. Hashtag me too. So <laughs> so so Jason Duffner's wife, remember her? She was like this hot Catherine Zeta Jones knockoff brunette that when he won the PGA championship and everyone saw her, they're like, Damn, that that poo bear bellied, you know, bad haircut, mild mannered golfer can pull that. Well, she got divorced from him not too long after that, so she might have just been a heat-seeking missile that said, "Sure, guy looks like a loser and a dweeb, and he plays golf." But guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take the ride. I'm gonna punch my ticket and see where it goes. Didn't she then? Wasn't she rumored to be dating Tiger? Oh, see, you are up on this stuff, Drew. You say, but when do you hear about any of this stuff? Sounds like well, that was like, a
1: quick rumor. But who sounds hasn't Tiger like dated? you know all about this stuff? Well, and that's just it, and. But there is a cloak of secrecy. Come on, let's just say it that, the, that they get away with. There's stuff that it's goes on, com- on the tour.
0: It's a combination of, in part, we assume that they're more pristine and more family men. You know, Ward Cleaver with a two iron that he can hit 260, which is not true. And secondly, there is no organizing body that forces them to face
1: up to the media, music and, and every single week. I don't know that they get asked the social questions, the Kaepernick type questions. Not like anybody's going to kneel at a golf tournament, right? But I don't know, like, how many gay players are there on the PGA tour? Six. <laughs> oh, I. You're asking me to guess um, or not? Well, I'm just saying, like, clearly there are, and it's, um, but nobody's out, and no, no one's asked about it. But other sports, they get asked about it when these stories, when stories pop up, when a, you know, a Michael Sam pops up or somebody like, you know, that they, they don't get asked a lot of those questions. Well, uh, when, when are golfers socially aware or woke about? You know, they, 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 they'll swing for charities. They'll go to, you know, raise money for cancer and how, stuff. How or... do
0: we get on a charities here? By the way, I'm now just Google searching images of PGA Tour wives. See what you've made me do, Drew? Well, good, yeah. luck, to the, good luck to the Glover family, and uh, we will respect their privacy at this very sensitive time, <laughs> which means only until the next juicy story or video or police report comes out, then we will what? No longer respect their privacy and do what, Drew? Jump, um, in, jump in, splash, and splash around, around with both feet. Ooh, look at this. Oh, yeah. We respect their privacy. NBA Conference Finals, are they, in fact, both
1: ova, as Billy Packer once said? Uh, no, because you got to have your Tim Donahue conspiracy theories. They want to milk as much out of it as, as they can, uh, look for the Cavs to even things up. They'll show signs of life in Game 3, and, you know. Who has a better shot of taking this longer, the Cavaliers or the Rockets? i got to say the
0: Cavaliers. Really? You have no well, faith in the Rockets out there? I have West.
1: faith in the Rockets, but I have supreme faith in Golden State. They're freaking great. Right. So, and, and, and this is happening before our eyes, and it's – I don't know if it's a super team thing or – but when are we going to look back and go, God damn, this might be the best team of all time? The Warriors? Yeah,
0: they might be the best team of all time. They no might one... be better than the 72-win oh. Jordan Bulls of or 1998, I want to say it was. Mm-hmm. It depends on how you measure it. I know this, the game is a lot different. As I watched game one of the Western Conference Finals the other night, I kind of put on these glasses of, what if I was just watching an NBA game for the first time in 20 years glasses? They're kind of horned rim, Drew, and they look kind of dorky. But I, I put those glasses on, like, what am I watching here? And I started noticing things like, holy shit, it's the final four minutes of a close game, a single digit game. And I have just counted one, two, three, four, five uncontested layups <laughs> on both ends. Like, that, that would have never, never. happened back no. in the day. I'm also noticing, hey, here's a six eleven guard a six eleven forward guard monster. Who is this six eleven guy that can shoot threes? We didn't have one of these guys in nineteen eighty four. Oh, Durant's his name? Okay. This six eleven guy, he's driving to the basket. He seemingly has a layup and he kicks it out for a three pointer that like what is this game I'm watching. You see what I'm saying, it's, Drew? How oh, different yeah. the game it's, is oh. now?
1: That's why you know, we spend so much time in our industry, the whole LeBron against Michael. They're playing different sports. It's just clearly different sports. Is the NBA better now? the way it's being played three and D space and pace. I, I don't know. Again, it's just different. It's evolved to be different. I don't know if it's better or worse. Like I Do liked you like watching, it better. I liked watching the, the, the Celtics Lakers, you know, and the brawling and the, even the, even the Pistons were fun to root against, you know, back when the bad boys were playing. I, I,
0: I liked that as well. However, I liked, that
1: NBA, I liked my finals games on Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I liked that
0: as well. However, have you but, gone back to watch on YouTube? Any of those games at all recently?
1: Yeah, you're you're first, you're struck by the shorts and by how uh, how skinny everybody, <laughs> even the guys you thought were monsters, are skinny
0: by today's comparison. Right, you, you're struck by a how short the shorts are, and grape smugglers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you're also struck at how, yes, the players are skinny and athletic, but they're not cut and they're not muscled. No, and they don't have V torsos, and they don't have trapezius muscles. And muscles the, on muscles. And the game is more ground-based. And a front, a, a, an offensive possession evolves like a glacier back in 1984 with a guy setting up over on the right wing. Magic Johnson pounding the ball. Dribble, 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 dribble. Like four feet high dribble with his butt into his defender for 15 seconds. And then one guy makes a cut. Someone else makes a move. And then there's a shot. Of course, with James Harden now, that's a similar dynamic where four guys just go to each corner of the court to clear out. Harden's dribbling, but he's not dribbling with his back to the basket like Magic used to. Four feet high, it's a very low crossover dribble. That's and then he'll take a fadeaway three, and maybe make it, maybe not. I just think that Houston is a regular season show pony, and we have seen in sports, true in every sport, certain teams that are. Regular season show ponies different than winning in, in the playoffs.
1: I agree. It's um, but to, to Golden State, if they win this year, they're, they don't they're doing this without a lot of the credit. Is it the West Coast bias that I talk about sometimes that if you go to four straight finals and win three, if that happened in Super Bowls or World Series, holy cow, <laughs> they're doing it without two things. That's a good point you make.
0: They're doing it without because because you're sitting here grasping like I'm starting to think about where is the love, right? Where's yeah, the love because for this? Where's the sporting love? It was,
1: where is the worshiping of what they're... In seven years, this team, this franchise, went from winning 23 games to winning, you know, potentially right. three out of four championships. Here's what I think they're
0: doing it without. The two things the Warriors are doing this currently without. They're doing it, one, without any kind of sympathy from anybody because they assembled a super team and had guys like Kevin Durant take... Pay hey cuts to help fit everybody under the cap, which is very generous of him, but it feels kind of like cheating. OK, so there's no sympathy. There's no feel good of this team that was assembled from scratch, like a homemade meal designed by a master chef where you go. Oh, my God. I can't believe you made a meal out of that. That's they great. had that
1: with Steph and, and the core of their team is homegrown. They, but they... did, but
0: they've now bought Grant right. which is the trumping yeah. piece.
1: So they, so they, they they did win a title without Durant.
0: Yeah. Okay, but that's okay. (laughs) I'm not going to argue that, Drew. But, but basically, that's gone though, because of the addition of Durant. Oh, Grant. Yes. Like the addition of the addition of Durant and the way it happened stripped much of the goodwill. And the awe factor and the love affair.
1: It's the same factor that uh, stripped much of the goodwill from LeBron, that he went and did that in Miami. So, yeah, down that street.
0: Also, I don't know how many fans have read some of the quotes from their ownership group about how they're going to reinvent basketball and that they've cracked the code. and, I mean, just some cocky-ass talking from those guys. That doesn't sit well with everybody. I'm not sure how many people know that or care about that. Uh, Not everybody is a Steve Kerr fan. Because of his infrequent Jeremiah ads about social issues, which he feels very strongly about, like gun control. Uh, but not everyone likes their coaches, you know, lecturing people like, here's what I think and this is crazy. OK, thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. And then the third thing that uh, I think Golden State is not they don't have going for him this time around is that they don't have. What's the word I'm looking for? It's not just the, the the affection of a team that everybody loves. I don't think they f- have a worthy opponent to get through to get to the title. Every team needs yeah. that el guapo like the Bulls did with the Pistons, right? Yeah. You got to get
1: past them. Yeah.
0: I don't think the Rockets are that team that everyone goes, "Yeah, they're they're going to get them this time." East is over, West is over. Both is over. How many games? Come on.
1: Oh uh, man. All right. So, Cleveland dies in 6. The Rockets in five. Okay. And
0: the Cleveland win game three guaranteed lock. No question about it. The
1: yeah. Kind, kind of like the lightning last night was a lock. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> it doesn't hurt that Cleveland has now what? Four days almost to get back into this. Yeah. It's they play to... Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So three days, three day yeah. rest. And that's going to help a lot. Gambling legalized. Drew
1: thoughts go we can't even fathom it yet it's like finding out there's another planet or another solar system or something i don't think we can fathom the ways things are going to happen but i'll say this hello draft kings <laughs> do you own stock i do not oh well, be nice I should
0: I wish I owned stock. But they're yeah. they
1: are they're going to be back. Remember when they annoyed everybody with two commercials in every break in every NFL game? Oh, yeah. They'll be back with a vengeance. They oh. have the platform, they have the technology, and they have 10 million guys who like sweet action already dialed into their system. I'm glad you brought up
0: the we don't know what's going to happen and like discovering a new planet. I almost think it's like discovering a way to hyperspace from planet to planet in our solar system. There's going to be ways that this is used that we never envisioned. Yep. And some it's, of it's going to be awesome.
1: Some of it is going to be a huge headache. Oh, and there will be spectacular fails along the way. Um, there will be, you know, MySpace will. <laughs> there will be a MySpace of sports betting, and then a right. Twitter of sports. It'll be, we just, I, it's hard to fathom. But all I know is money is going to keep pouring in, and the leagues want their cut. They want their integrity fee. Right. They want their their little. Uh, they want their taste they kick upstairs what if and, they don't get their
0: integrity fee or is that unthinkable given that the well, the leagues get what they want when they want it cuz they have powerful lobbyists in the ears of
1: congress yeah they will they will get i can't even fathom that they wouldn't i mean sure. networks will pop there there are networks that will pop up that don't exist now that will draw millions of viewers i also think some of the things i thought about this as this rolled out was could this help emerging sports who get out in front of this, like the MLS, Major League Soccer, or could this be a way that esports breaks through? Because DraftKings oh, already has people sake. on esports. Really? No, I'm just saying, yeah, and, and gambling on e-sports, esports. And how much esports have you watched? Uh, next to none. Okay. And so, but that's that's the thing, though, Zabe. If, if people bet on, and that would be rife for obviously those guys. The guys who are on the Bucks esports team make thirty grand a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, telling me they yeah, might not four, take a dive. But they're I mean, fourteen, so it's a good salary for them. <laughs> uh, they're not; they're grown ass men. But they're no, they are, but, okay. But I'm telling you, in every that's something they got to worry about. But and I thought about college sports. How does the NCAA handle this? Right? You always your joke about Goodell under the desk is hilarious. What the fuck's the What's the NCAA? Oh, the NCAA. On NCAA I don't know. They, they got the doors barricaded. They're under the desks. They're you know digging a tunnel to hide from this.
0: Right, because and and the b- there's several bad arguments being floated around. When I bring up potential, hey, what about this scenarios? The first counter argument is, oh, take the tin foil hat off. You sound crazy, and I'm like, all it takes is one, all it takes is one big controversy involving something nobody thought might or could happen, and you have a big shit storm, a big pile of shit on your doorstep if you're a league or the NCAA. So that needs to be first and foremost. Yeah. I'm not crazy. I'm saying let's start thinking about things that could come up. The second thing that I think you have to uh, consider is that reducing the friction to make these kind of legal bets is going to invite a lot more of it. So when people argue, well, your scenario is possible now because somebody could just go to Vegas and bet that money. And my answer is, yeah, but a lot of times they don't go to Vegas because it's too much of a hassle. If it's not a hassle to get a tip from a buddy who plays for Michigan State who knows that star player X is injured and that they never play well at road team B and to go ahead and lay the four points – now you're talking scenarios, aren't you? If betting is legal and easy, oh, yeah. and you can walk down the street to your local shop.
1: Yep. And, well, in the small schools uh, have always been rife. But I think that this. For the NCAA, it could kick open the door to finally finding a way to get some money to the players because know, the poor you players, can't pay Joe. the fucking coaches $20 million. You can only <laughs> redo the weight room in the offices so many fucking times.
0: How much should these players be paid, paid Drew? Come on, tell what me. Are they? What's, what's the, a fair what is, salary? What's
1: the market? What does the, the guy who owns Fred's zero. auto dealers want to pay? Zero.
0: Their market value is zero. You know why? Bullshit because it's zero. It, because currently they're getting zero, and there is a line of people wanting that zero plus books and that
1: education around the block if somebody wants to pay a guy 10 grand to sit at their car dealership and sign autographs for two hours fucking let him take it well that's a different market uh, if so to, that's if, what i'm talking about okay. is that get money to the players somehow some way because otherwise uh, you know johnny's gonna say okay i i'm gonna miss this free throw because i know what the point total <laughs> is and and it, it can happen at any school i mean you can get lines on just about any obscure game in the college players What's the insulation in pro sports for gambling right now? They make so much fucking money that it's not they're not going to throw a game for 50 grand. College Uh, kids will go right after that cash.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Here's one for you on the gambling front, and then we'll move on, because there's a couple other things I want to hit here before we're done. Mark Cuban, God, this guy is a dick. He was on CNBC in praise of the new uh, legalized betting, and his quote was, I think everyone who owns a top four professional sports team just basically saw the value of their team double. Okay, that's fine. But then added... It can finally become fun to go to a baseball game again. What the hell did you what say? What a dick, oh, huh? that's dickish, dude, yeah. Mark come Cuban, on. yeah. Right, because Mavericks-Grizzlies on a Tuesday night when you guys are collectively 38 games under five hundred. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, that's so come great. on, dude. <laughs> Unseemly comment. Yeah, cheap shot. Congratulations, Drew. You live in a state that has six of the top ten drunkest adult cities (laughs) in America. Tell me how you feel about it. USA Today did a survey. Uh, Top ten cities in America, highest percentage of adults who drink excessively. The definition of excessive, of course, varies, but this is their definition. Number one is Green Bay. Number two is Eau Claire. Number three is Appleton. Number four is Madison. That's a clean sweep of the top four podium spots. Fargo, North Dakota is five. Then we got Oshkosh, Wisconsin, six. Missoula, Montana, seven. Grand Forks, North Dakota, eight. And then two more Wisconsin just for good measure. Wausau and La Crosse. I'll hang up and listen to your answer off the air. I feel equal
1: parts pride, (laughs) embarrassment, and and skepticism. How the like, oh, oh. fuck do they measure this? What metrics do they use? This is bullshit. Cause how's Milwaukee not involved in that? Uh, Milwaukee's twenty apparently. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Come on, we'll, we'll drink with the 100, Appleton They go
0: hundred deep on this survey and Milwaukee is like twenty.
1: Yeah. Uh so yeah, I I I wonder about the metrics. It's uh but you know, hey, we we do like our beers here. It's part of the culture. But You've it's been more here. than just you know. Oh, I know. It's just there's
0: beer and then there's excessive drinking.
1: Yeah. And, my and- my dad's neighbor works for Miller, and I, I go over to see my dad like, to do yard stuff or pick him up to go golfing or something. And at 8.30 in the morning, he just walks across the street, can I get you a beer? Like, it's 8.30, man. That's all- <laughs> I'm good for a while, you know? But as you know from being around, the beer
0: is one part of the culture where you live. It's... Also, the fact that people do shots all the time and hard liquor all the time. Oh, How yeah, many times have you been out drinking? It's like, this beer is taking too long. Let's get around to shots. Right. Th-
1: this is Inside Baseball. This is the uh, my, my on-air partner, KB and I. It's the ultimate Wisconsin thing that y- you hear in Wisconsin more than anywhere else. I'm getting too fucked up. I'm switching to beer. Oh my! People God. will say that in Wisconsin. Like they're going big liquor at first, and when they start to get catch a clip, and they go when they go to take that leak, and you're wobbling a little bit at the urinal, and you're like, "Oh, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting too fucked up. I'm switching to beer." <laughs> That's hilarious. You hear that in Wisconsin
0: a lot. Wow, I've never <laughs> wanted a beer worse in my life. I love you, honey. <laughs> Are you talking to me or the beer? To you, my bubbly, long necked Beechwood Age lover. <laughs> <So funny>. <laughs> <laughs> Two quick baseball things, and we'll get to fuck that guy. All right. The bullpen cart is starting to heat up in Arizona. Sean Doolittle of the Nats used it not once but twice. Got a standing ovation from teammates. Have I gotten you on record as to where you stand with the concept of the bullpen cart making a comeback? I love like the it? cart. I love you the cart. You love it. Okay. I
1: love how kitschy they look. It's so old school with the big cap. It's amazing. There's no harm in it, right? I don't think, no, but I, I think most players would rather kind of jog in and get loose, most pitchers. They feel and, like it gets them loose? Yeah. Shouldn't that,
0: that, they be loose from warming up and the in, bullpen? That, that
1: little jog in gives them that 30 seconds to kind of clear their mind and get ready rather than sitting and being a passenger and feeling like a dork in a cart. I don't know. Right. I mean.
0: Feel like a door Steve
1: guy. Sparks, former Brewers relief pitcher, now a, a broadcaster with the Astros and one of the great guys in baseball. The, the The Brewers used to have a deal with Harley-Davidson where when there was a pitching change, a Harley-Davidson sponsored it so they would drive a Harley around the warning track, right? But then they had one with a sidecar. I saw that old and he, picture. he jumped in it and took the ride. He was the only guy that jumped in the sidecar to come into the mound. It was
0: awesome. God, that is hilarious right there. Yeah, um, I, I understand where you want to get a little adrenaline. You want to get your blood going just a bit. So the jog in or the run in the guy who had the best entrance was John Rocker. John Rocker would get released from the bullpen and he would come charging in like a bull that had just been let out of the ring. Yep. And he, he was great theater. He was also a, you know, lowly educated redneck. With some racist <laughs> tendencies. But uh, hey, some. You know, not like he's the only guy in baseball that maybe wasn't fully developed as a thinker. That's true. Uh, once he made it to the major leagues. But I'm glad the bullpen cart is making a rally. And then there's this I, I just find this hilarious. We might have had our first missed start in baseball history due to a video game injury with David Price of the Red Sox. Price admitted he loves the video game Fortnite like most of America does or teenagers in America today, and that he plays it almost nonstop when he's not at the ballpark. He had to take a night off. He had to miss a start due to mild carpal tunnel syndrome, and he said he would no longer play Fortnite at the ballpark because he said it was a distraction. While maintaining, insisting, Drew, it had nothing to do
1: with his carpal tunnel. You buying it? Um, probably not. This, but this isn't unprecedented though. The Tigers had a reliever, Joel Zumaya. Oh, I remember Joel Zumaya. It was the uh, Flames, right? It was Guitar Hero that sidelined ah! him. He so this had might not even be the first hero. video
0: game injury ever. Yeah, Joel so. Zumaya missed a start because of Guitar Hero. Oh, you know, he missed
1: like a—he got injured like in pl- the playoffs, as I recall. He was unavailable because it was like. Uh, you know, they said it was uh, inflammation of the wrist or something. With they blamed it on guitar here. That was like a decade ago, so nothing new under the sun. But I wouldn't doubt that. You know, uh, I know guys. Um, it used to be Halo, and I knew guys in the Brewers farm system were so addicted to Halo they would get they would leave the ballpark and go sprint back to the hotel and they'd be playing Halo all night. And then if you had a day game or if you had a travel or something, they, they were losing sleep because of this. And it wasn't a problem because the manager was involved and they used to play in the tournaments with them in the
0: wow. hotel. <laughs> all right. It, we're not going to have to start writing clauses in the major league contracts, are we saying? No, no video games, no motorcycles, right. no, no motorcycles, video games, no, no surfing, skydiving, no skydiving, surfing, all these dangerous activities, no video games. No video games. If a player was told you can either play in the major leagues and make $12 million a year or play video games, but you can't do both, how many major leaguers after they've racked up 10 years in the bigs? Say, you know what? I've got enough money. Let's go to play video games. Oh, that's hilarious. that, that is more, that's, more than a few, I bet. Not a lot, but I'd say more than one. A,
1: a friend of mine is uh, connected to the PGA Tour, and he pulled players um, that he came across and asked them a similar question that is just amazing, Zabe. It was uh, during the U.S. Open, which was at Aaron Hills last year. Yeah. And he asked players, you can win this tournament in historic fashion. You win it by the tiger size margin, whatever the target. What, what's the largest margin for you? are going to have the most historic, most dominant U.S. 15 Open. Fifteen shots. You win by more than 15, right? And it's epic. But from the morning after the tournament for the rest of your life, you will never, through any means, be able to achieve an erection. Do you make the trade? No. That's A lot, that, that, a lot that's... of the guys said yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> It
0: was not overwhelming. A lot of guys, so did they but, did they think that medical science would able to no, be able to fix it, it, that or it's a that definite was the day. caveat.
1: It was a definite. You will you you will never in your life be able to maintain or achieve. Oh my God. Achieve. I don't know about you, but my teeny
0: just went oh. no no <laughs>
1: no. Hey, even, Sam, a lot of these guys are like you know I've laid enough pipe in my life. I want to win the thing. I want to be true, have as, my golf legacy. True
0: as you know, even when you aren't scheduled to bat that day. When you wake up with a good old Louisville slugger, it is a thing. Uh, it is like wow. <laughs> you are like, look at this thing right here. I can hang a, a winter coat on this thing right now. Still Man, pull vault out testing. of bed in the morning. <laughs> exactly. No, that's a that is an absolutely terrible trade. And with that, we come to our closing segment yeah, of F that guy. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy.
1: (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha! Fuck that guy.
0: Fuck that guy.
1: All right, Drew, who's your nominee this week? I was going to chamber up anybody who had the hot take that LeBron and Kevin Love don't care because they were giggling at the podium after a loss and Bird never would have done that and Michael never would have done that. That hot take will resonate today until game three who gives a shit Come were they on. doing that last night yeah oh people and people are ripping them. as they lebron made a joke and love laughed and they were you know they weren't they, they didn't look dour and defeated enough and pissed yeah, enough right serious enough so i will not do that though because of the discussion we had about my home state wisconsin and the drinking my fuck that guy has to do with an event that took place on saturday when a brawl broke out at a water park.
0: Oh, my God. I saw that video.
1: Yes, you did. The Mount Olympus Water and Theme Park in Wisconsin, Dells, captured on cell phone. Uh, a whole bunch of adults throwing chairs. It was like WWE. There were chair throwing. There was fighting. This incident stemmed from someone took a chair from another person's table. That's simple. they didn't think they were using it. Yeah. So, my fuck that guy. It all spins into alcohol and everything, but... My fuck that guy is the guy who goes to a kid's activity, like a water park or a baseball tournament or a travel tournament or anything, and uses that as an occasion to get fucking blind drunk. When you're supposed to be there, especially when you're there with little kids, yeah. Like, when do you abdicate, like, I don't think I've ever been drunk in front of my kid. Like, I, I just, when do you abdicate that, right. you know, supervisory uh, you know, not even set an example, but you're supervising your kid at a water park, and you're going to use that as the parents are just going to go get shit house drunk, and let somebody else watch your monsters run around and potentially drown. Mm-hmm. Like the people who use that as a vehicle to get hammered, um, you know, take your own vacation, leave the kids out of it, because Chuck E. Cheese water parks not a place to get in a brawl. People, fuck that guy.
0: My fuck that guy goes to one Elisha Nelson Manning, the fourth. Even though he settled his memorabilia lawsuit in New York City, he should still get suspended six games for being a weaselly, greedy, money grubbing Manning. Boy, those Manning boys, they love cash, they just worship it. And he clearly was in on the scam to sell, quote, game worn shit. That was never worn, actually, in a game. He knew about it. He orchestrated it. Now, Goodell, do the right thing. Suspend him for six games. Elijah Nelson Manning, the fourth. You derp face loser. Fuck that guy. Love it. For more of Drew Olson, follow him on
1: Twitter at Drew Olson M K E and at me. Drew Olson Show.
0: O-L-S-E-N. O-N. O-N. Oh, son. sorry. Son. Why yeah, do I keep miss- typing oh. it Olson. Uh, old Son? The old yes. song and listen to him on the iHeart app on the Big Nine Twenty every day. Drew, God bless you, buddy. We'll talk soon. You bet, Zabe. Alright, we'll end with this today. I wish this story was a joke. I wish it was from the onion. I wish it was a complete And total hoax. But it's not. Dateline, Bound Brook, New Jersey. Headline, baseball player sues coach for telling him to slide.
1: What the hell did you just say?
0: Yeah, you heard that right. A former Bound Brook High School baseball player will get a fresh chance in court to prove that his coach was reckless in telling him to slide during a junior varsity game. During the slide, according to court papers, one Jake Mazer's cleats dug into the dirt and the force of the slide caused him to roll over his right ankle. It required surgery. In the lawsuit, the kid alleged the coach, John Sook, and the Bound Brook Board of Education, quote, negligently and carelessly supervised the game. But now Sook and the board asked Superior Judge court, court Judge Yolanda Chicone to dismiss the suit because Mazur, the kid, had not proven that the coach had been negligent under a recklessness standard. Yeah, he was coaching baseball. Slide. It's called hardball for a reason. Things happen. So the initial judge, Ms. Chicone, no relation to Madonna, dismissed the lawsuit as if that wasn't a good enough hint or a signal this asshat kid and his parents who have way too much money if that wasn't enough of a hint to go you know what, take the loss and go home no, they kept at it they appealed and at the appellate court they looked at the original judge's decision and said, well, the judge never really analyzed whether the coach was acting negligently in asking the player to slide this is baseball sliding is part of the game so is diving and running and and pitching and batting and getting hit with the baseball if we're gonna sue over this and sue a coach and then when you lose when you get thrown out i mean imagine the time and money being spent by this school system and this coach who's probably not making jack shit for money to have to go into court because a kid turned his ankle sliding and he's like you caused me to do this Oh my God! Hey, you want to sue me? Well, why not? Me? Sue everybody. This is not unlike the lawsuit about the four-game soccer suspension for the girl in Wisconsin who had a drinking party. This is insanity that this shit even gets into our court system. There should be a gateway, a common sense gateway, where you know a panel of people, three, guys, a panel of three, panel of five, panel of seven, panel of eleven, whatever. I, I think three would be more than enough and it's the panel that says no this fucking case this is not even ca- no no get out like bouncers for the legal system a three person bouncer panel that would see a case like this re- understand the basic scope of it and say no fucking way get out get out of the get off the steps of the courthouse you've got 5 seconds before i put my hands on you and stuff you into a garbage can we are not going to take up anybody's time with this you fucking crazy yeah i'm suing the coach he told me to slide oh yeah no no you ain't see if we could work that into our legal system somehow i know it'd be complicated i know that there would be some people that say yeah but this case is easy zabe there are some cases that are very hard and they're right on the borderline okay we'll deal with that later i don't want these cases ever coming before a judge all right, that'll be a wrap for today. You know the drill. Tell two friends and remind them there's no Zabe cast because I'm golfing this week, and that's okay. They'll live. Maybe even catch up on a few back episodes. Leave a positive review. Download, subscribe at all the major podcast outlets, iTunes, Google Play, Overcast, Spotify, and more. And always remember, to get a few extra golf balls of the same make and number in your pocket when searching for that original drive deep in the woods. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022.